Welcome to another Booch News podcast with Ian Griffin. So I'm here in Sacramento at Casey Kombucha's Tap Room with the owner and founder, Courtney Edwards. Hi, Courtney. How are you doing? Hi, Ian. I'm good. How are yeah. you? Good, thanks. Well, it's great to drop in here today. It's a, a very compact space, and I can see you've got nine or ten flavors. Um, how long have you been in operation here? So we started brewing commercially about October of 2017, and um, we opened the tap room in September of 2019. So we had a good six months right before COVID hit, and we kind of had to shut down for a couple weeks and re you know, look at what the company was doing and what we needed to change to kind of adhere to the new protocols and the new demands. And um, we're still here. Right. And I can see it's a small enough space. You've got some table seating outside. Um, What kind of, is it uh, your sales mostly through the tap room and foot traffic? Or are you also distributing, I believe, cans and bottles as well, right? Um, yeah, so we sell direct to consumer from the tap room. So we have you know nine or ten flavors on tap here at all times, um, but we also wholesale to restaurants and breweries here in Sacramento and to a couple towns on the outskirts, um, Loomis, Galt, and um, Lodi. Yeah. Um, so we have about twenty-two wholesalers that we give kegs to, and um, they served. Um, we think that kombucha is best on tap, so they serve directly from the keg. We don't actually sell to like grocery stores um, or in bottles or cans. Everything's done from here. So we can we have a canning machine, but we um, only can to go from the tap room. Oh, okay. And I can see at the back of the, the building here, the back of the room, you've got what you, you were saying, uh, small batch, but how many different uh, fermentation vessels have you got? So we've got a very small space here. We're at less than 500 square feet. So we have nine vessels going and they're they range from 30 to 40 gallons a piece so we can get about 54 kegs out every 10 to 12 days um we have we do five gallon kegs so you have to do the math on that one for me (laughs) and and the flavors you've got a whole range i can see blueberry mint coconut lime these some of these are seasonal is that right yeah so we have six um year-round flavors um that are tried and true customer favorites, blueberry mint, pineapple ginger. We have a lemon ginger cayenne. Um, And then we try to bring in some fun stuff um, that highlights Sacramento and its beautiful citrus seasons, um, stone fruit seasons, strawberries, that kind of thing. So right now we have like creamsicle using local oranges. We have lemon zest using local Meyer lemons. Um, And we try to do fun stuff too. So right now we have a pineapple hops on tap. Um, it uses, we, we kind of collaborated with a local brewery and they gave us these um, very citrus-based hops and they're, they come across kind of pineapple so we um, call it pineapple hops, even though there's not actually any pineapple in it. Um, it's just the hops that are coming through. Um, it's kind of like an IPA. And do you experiment with those with like just a few gallons before you go into more regular production? I mean, are you kind of like a just experimenting all the time (laughs) right so yeah we experiment all the time nine times out of ten the flavors we try actually go on tap and end up being something we tweak just a little bit here and there Um, but you can't really go wrong with kombucha i feel like anything you put in 
works. We have had a couple batches that have gone down the drain and that's really sad, but um, it's, for the, it's for the good of the, com the community. <laughs> yeah, and I saw online, I think on your Facebook, you were talking about the 70-30 blend of Davidson's tea, is it? Can you talk about that? Yep, um, so we use tea from a company in Reno called Davidson's Organic. And um, we played around with different um, blends. We did a 50-50 blend for a long time. Um, we did a, a black tea heavy blend. Um, but we settled on, we think our flavors do best with this 70-30 blend of green and black. So 70% green tea, 30% black tea. Um, the person I learned to brew from she said, she said, the green tea's for you and the black tea's for the culture. And so I just always remember that. So I always have a little bit of a black tea for the culture. Um, I don't know the science behind that, but um, it works for our flavors. And we found um, that that blend works well and we've stuck with it for, and, for a and while. And my understanding is the more green, the faster the ferment. Is that correct? Uh, or is, it, is that not really, is it more the temperature? You know, I don't know. I can get a batch going faster if I knock up the temperature a few degrees, but then I find that yeast production kicks up too. So um, I have to be cautious of the rules in America about um, keeping the alcohol content below 0.5%. Um, hoping the Kombucha Act goes through, right. but um, until then we are very cautious about that. So um, I can crank out a, a batch faster by making the um, the temperature rise on it but um, I like to keep it under you know a good percentage so that we don't send it out and in a month it, it goes over 0.5. And so it's an average of what 10 days 14 days to uh, ferment? Yeah so it's from from the day I brew to the day it goes out the door it's probably more like 14 days but um, yeah 10 to 14 days. And you do the ferment you do the flavoring is there a secondary fermentation or that's when it goes into the keg? Right. So there are companies out there that um, second ferment in the keg. We do not second ferment in the keg. We found that we cannot control the alcohol percentage and um, we don't know what's going on in the keg. The temperature in the room can be different every day. So um, we do force carbonate. So we flavor in the keg. We don't flavor in the kettles. Um, so we have a base batch of kombucha we brew and then every keg has its own flavor. So that's because we're such a small production, it's just easier that way to say, okay, I need, you know, two kegs of blueberry mint for next week or four kegs, and then I can do that specifically and not have a surplus of, you know, one flavor and none of the others. Right, right. And, and what's the customer response been like? I mean, I'm not that familiar with Sacramento, but do you get a lot of people just walking by who've never heard of kombucha who drop by? Or obviously you must have regulars as well. Absolutely. So the, our first... 2017 to 2019, before we started the tap room, we were in farmer's markets. And um, we did a ton of education. It was, what is this? How do you say the word? Um, you know, is this going to make me go to the bathroom right away? Those, those questions, um, totally valid questions. But we did a ton of education, um, lots of talking to con consumers. Um, but we found our biggest way to get someone to drink kombucha is to let them try it. Um, they're kind of turned off by, you know, they've seen a SCOBY in the past and they're like, what is that? Um, so we do tons of samples and usually they'll find a flavor. They're like, oh, this isn't that bad. Or, oh my God, this is amazing. I thought this was so gross before. So um, tons of education at first. Now we've got a 
heavy, heavy set of regulars that come in. And um, we do a refill program, so um, they're able to buy our bottles and then refill them, and that's just a huge money saver, um, helps the environment by creating less waste, um, and they think it's pretty cool. Right, I can see on the on the counter behind you've got a 64-ounce uh a uh, small glass bottle for uh, $23.16 to refill. So that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, we yeah, 25 cents an ounce. That's what we try to do. Yep, it's yeah. been that way since the beginning. That's fantastic. And what are your plans for the future? Are you kind of pretty much established here or thinking of going into more uh, different forms of distribution or anything like that? Good question. Um, COVID kind of hit us for um, one of those loops that you're like okay what am I doing here what are we gonna do um we started the cans which has been really nice um we're kind of at our peak of production so we really can't produce any more out of this space so you know the other options would be to get a bigger space for brewing and just have this be the tap room but I'm just not there yet I'm a one-moment show um I'm not ready to infuse a bunch of capital yet um so this is kind of where we're at, but we're, we have two great employees that um, are kind of running the ship, yeah. along with me, of course, brewing and flavoring and um, whatnot. But, um, yeah, I think this is it for a while. Yeah, well, that's great to drop in, and uh, I think we're ready to try some kombucha now. Thanks for listening to Booch News. For more about kombucha, please visit boochnews.com.